Now you're listening to Lights, Camera, Whatever by Ray. Hey guys, and welcome back to Lights, Camera, Whatever. It is Ray here, and we're going to jump into a new drama. That's right. Remember, Lights, Camera, Whatever is about the psychology of life and love through Taiwanese film and drama. We're not talking about the characters. We're not talking about who they are. We're talking about the key points extracting from the show that we can connect to life. That is it. That is all. We jump into the whatever. So this show is called Let's Talk About Chu. Now, when I first heard the name of the show, I was quite interested because I was like, okay, this is interesting. Let's talk about Chu. But actually, if you speed up the English, right, it's actually similar to the American English. Let's talk about you, like you. So when I first saw it, but actually when I saw the name and I read it, I said, oh, it's not the word Y-O-U, it's the word Chu. So that was very interesting. Now, this show is a little bit juicy, a little bit spicy and everything you could actually imagine. So this is quite interesting. Now, we're going to jump into episode one on Let's Talk About Chu. It is on Netflix and it does have English subtitles. And after I watched it, actually, the subtitles are quite on point. Now, we're going to jump into some questions. And number one, will you be angry if you're waiting for something, something spicy, something that causes fun and your partner is only satisfying themselves? Um, Guys. Like I said, I know you're probably like, yeah, my God. So I'm going to ask all the crazy, juicy questions. And that's exactly, exactly what I'm going to ask. And what I'm going to say is that if you're waiting for guys, I'm going to come down to the key point is communication is communication. If you're communicating and you talk to your partner and everything is open, hopefully you can find a first of all, find a partner you can have an open communication with. Some partners are closed. Some partners, they don't want to talk. I understand. But if you are if this is something that's a, a key part of your relationship, you should talk to your partner and you should be open to talk to your partner about it. And if you're not open to talk to your partner about it, then that's going to cause problem. So the question is, will you be angry if you're waiting and they're only satisfying themselves? If it comes to the point where it's a major part of your relationship, yes, you should talk about it. But you should also not always blame your partner. You can just say, OK, look, I would like to make love with you. I would like to have this special moment with you. Um, how could I make it better? How could I be a better partner? And how could we kind of share this moment together? Because it is a mutual, you know, it's a connection. So um, if you, would you be angry and they're only satisfying themselves? Remember, this is some of the elements from the show. We're not spoiling the show. This is some, some from the show. So I want you to kind of go through these questions. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Let's talk about you on Netflix, episode one. Will you be angry? Um, personally, I would openly communicate. I would openly communicate, talk, see what I could do, see how it could be better so that we can both enjoy this situation. I can't get into too many details. Remember, guys, this is radio. <laughs> and number two, is it possible to talk about sex without mentioning love? For me personally, no. Um, I think that for me, I'm more like a person who likes to be romantic and caring and loving. Um, and I don't like to just, you know, separate the two. But that's for me personally. But there's a lot of people out there in the world who actually literally don't care and they can be separated. So is it is it possible to talk about sex without mentioning love? That's totally a personal question that you have to ask yourself. That is totally what you have to ask yourself. If you can, that's who you are. I am not here to judge. I am not here to judge. I only can judge people who I'm possibly going to be in a relationship with. If I'm possibly never going to be in a relationship with you, then I will never judge you for the decisions that you make. 
if you think that love is love and sex is sex, totally up to you. But for me personally, I don't want to separate and I hope that they are the same thing. Um, if it's separated, then maybe you're a person um, who is love impotent, which we will get into later. And so for that point, I think that it's for me, it's impossible. But for you, if you don't want it impossible, then you have to communicate with who who with you or with, who you were with. Right. Um, but if it is possible, then you need to make that very clear to the person who has feelings with you. That is very, very important. Don't hurt yourself and just go out there and just be like, oh, OK, well, you know. I don't want to be in love. I just want to have sex. Like then that's up to you and the person. And if they're uncomfortable with it and you're uncomfortable with it, then you guys need to move on. Guys, you don't need to hurt each other. So is it possible to talk about sex without love? Mentioning love for Ray, teacher Ray? No, I hope they are the same thing. But for others, you have your own life and I respect you. Um, the third one is a little bit crazy. And I know some people are like, what is he talking about? Do you have fake volcanic eruptions or is it real lava? I'm not going to go into detail, but the mature people know exactly what I'm talking about. I can't do fake volcanic eruptions. Um, that just messes up the whole dynamic. I don't want to lie to anyone. I don't want to make anyone feel like they've done something and, you know, and it hasn't been achieved. I think if you are with someone, you need to make sure that you can openly communicate with them about what's going on. If you have to do fake volcanic eruptions, then it's a lie. You're just hurting the other. You're eventually, eventually you will hurt the person. You will hurt your partner. If it's a, just a, a person, I mean, you're in part your relationship with, if it's like a one night thing, whatever, whatever, you probably don't, will never see this person again. But if you have feelings for this person, you're consistently meeting this person, you have a potential future with this person, you should openly communicate to tell them what you want as far as you're making love and, you know, to make it better for both of you. But if you're faking it, you're you're basically hurting yourself and it's going to come up to the situation where you will start to think about other people or start to think about other things. And the person will just, you know, eventually one day be crushed. So the question is, do you have fake volcanic eruptions or is it real lava? So you need to do what you can do to make the real lava. You don't want it to be fake volcanic eruptions. You don't want it to be, you know, emergency testing. And, and, you know, and first of all, you don't need to be acting, right? It should be real. It should be done. It should be authentic. It should be genuine. So if it's fake, uh, eventually you're going to find somebody else, right? Because it's just not what you want. And everybody, man and women, they all have needs. Everybody has needs. So the key to that is to openly communicate. I will always come down to these two words, openly communicate. If you are unable to openly communicate. You guys out there listening, you are with the wrong person. If they are too traditional that they can't even talk about this, you are with the wrong person because that's the point of life. How can you live an entire life without trying to have a conversation, right? Everybody has needs. Guys, girls out here, respect each other's needs. Now, the next one, could you make love without kissing? I absolutely could not because it, love and kiss is in the same, converca same conversation, right? Now, in the show, they do highlight this point. Um, this is episode one. Let's talk about true Netflix. We are on lights, camera, whatever. We're going to talk about the whatever. And whatever they said in the show in this part, I just I can't I can't do it. Could you make love without kissing? I think they're kind of the same thing. And it should actually start. I had some friends, you know, not to get too down and dirty, but I have some friends, you know, who complained to me. So oh, and I'm friends with the husband and the wife. And then the wife was like, oh, like, you know, your friend, my husband doesn't doesn't like foreplay. And I'm just like, uh, it's. You know, I'm just kind of shaking my head like impossible. That's impossible. How could you just start, you know? 
And remember, we're talking about the whatever. So this we're going to get into all type of dramas, not just, you know, sad and love or romantic. We're going to also get into the romantic. This is a romantic side, the dirty side, the whatever side, and the taboo. And it's, could you make love without kissing? Um, and back to my response, I cannot. I cannot. I think they are, you know, connected. There's some mutuality between these two concepts of, of how you guys reach your volcano together. And it should be openly discussed. I mean, if one person doesn't like it, then, guys, you need to discuss how to be better. And, and that, that kind of jumps to another point in a lot of relationships. It's like you got to have the big W word. I'm going to be throwing a lot of alphabets out here. The big W word is you have to be willing to communicate. You have to be willing. If your partner says, hey, I don't like it when you do this and I would prefer you do this, say, okay, let me try. But if you've, you know, guys, you got to be careful because you said, oh, my my previous part. Once you say previous or someone X used to do this, you are literally killing all of the libido, right? Libido, right? The sexual drive. That's very, very critical. So could you make love without kissing? I absolutely could not. Now, the next question, if there was a formidable young challenger, would you step up your looks or wish your partner good luck? First of all, guys, I'm a person who likes to go to the gym every morning as much as possible, at least six days a week. Key is, you know, you don't need all this surgery. You don't need all this cosmetics and things. Guys, my best secret weapon of how to stay fresh and healthy and young is sweat, right? Sweat is very, very critical. And I'm telling you guys, I, you know, I do occasionally have drinks, but I have a lot of beer in my refrigerator right now that's probably going to sit there because I'm just not really a person who likes to release stress through drinking um, because people become addicted to it. I don't like to snack on food and eat candy. My best friend, my, my, my lover in my life is sweat. I love to sweat. I like to see it. If my shirt is not wet when I leave the gym, I literally feel like I have failed. And why I mention that is because that makes you look younger. That keeps you in the original shape. Of course, our faces change. We change. We're not so energetically active like we used to be when we started relationships. But come on, guys. When I look at this Instagram and see these guys like 60, 70, you know, swollen, ripped, you know, buff. It's just, I don't really see excuses anymore. And sometimes on Instagram, you'll see like these two pictures, like, okay, look at this actor, look at this actor 20 years ago, 20 years now. That is a clear sign that guys, if you just sweat. Now I can't, I'm not gonna lie. I do a couple times a week, have a Big Mac and some fries and a Coke. I do need to release, it does make me happy. And I love McDonald's stock. But anyway, I like McDonald's because it does make me happy. But if you're eating it every single day, that's the killer and not sweating. Actually, a lot of research has been exposed to say you can eat as McDonald's every day and sweat as much as possible, but it doesn't mean that it's healthy. So if you're going to be eating McDonald's uh, two, three times out of the week, and I'm not judging, I don't judge. I do smack on some fries, you know, when I can. Please sweat more. Please work out more because you don't know the implications of just consistently putting these chemicals in our body. But I do sweat. I do have healthy breakfasts. My key in the morning is basically to have an oatmeal, banana, blueberry, and an apple and an orange. That's my breakfast. That's my, it's a basic breakfast. It takes, I just literally pour the oatmeal in a bowl, add milk. That's literally it. That's it. And then I, you know, go wash my apple, eat my orange. That is my breakfast, pure healthy. Now for the afternoon, um, I eat whatever. And then I usually eat my dinner before five. That's me, guys. I'm not trying to be, you know, strict. That's just me. I've routinely disciplined myself to that. I don't even think about it. But that helps me stay young and to be the formidable young challenger. I'm not saying that I'm out there, you know, taking people's women. 
But to be the formidable younger formidable younger challenger, you need to do what it takes to be. Now, if you're the one whose partner, you know, has the other formidable young challenger against you, challenging you, the question is, would you step up your looks? You definitely should. But at the same time, if you feel like your partner is actually swaying for Taiwanese, that means kind of shifting, swaying the other way and not really giving you a chance, then you need to have that conversation and say, hey, do you still love me? Very clear, right? Do you still love me? So if there was a formidable younger challenger, would you step up your looks and wish your partner good luck? I would definitely, uh, because I try to stay in shape and try to stay healthy, if they want someone else, and I'm a person who's very, very sensitive. I am a cancer, right? July 14th, thank you for the birthday gifts. I am a cancer. And, you know, I'm very sensitive. And I actually will feel something before my partner even tells me, right? And I will know. And then, you know, then we have to have that, the talk. So if there's a formidable younger challenger, you need to decide. Next one. Would you continue dating someone if they reopen the dating app you originally met them on? Would you continue dating someone if they reopened the dating app you originally met them on? Number one, Teacher Ray doesn't do dating apps. I don't like dating apps. I like meeting people in person to see them, to hear their voice. I like to read faces. I like to read body gestures. I like to read body movements to see if what you're saying matches what you're doing and your body behavior. But I have to put this question because... If I did, which I won't, if I did was dating someone and we're dating like one or two, three years and I see the app open again, I would ask them directly. I'm a person who doesn't like to sit back and hide. Right. I like to openly to say, hey, I want to discuss. I wouldn't I, I'm not a person because some. OK, let me let me be very clear. Some people would directly get angry at you and yell at you. My personality is say, hey, let's have a talk this evening. I want to discuss something with you. And then you should already know and you should in your mind, if you're my partner, you should know that you need to be ready for a conversation because I will ask the question. But I won't openly attack you and be be angry at you, but I will discuss with you. So if people keep, you know, so if you if you if you have these dating apps, right, if you have this dating app and you met someone, you met the one you dated them two, you know, two, three years and then you reopened it. Come on, guys. And your partner found out. Don't be angry that they that they saw it. Explain yourself. You probably, guys, you probably are in trouble. I'm not going to lie to you. You probably are in big trouble. But you need to explain. And if you don't have the willingness to explain, just be ready to separate because you have broken their heart. They, you know, people are embarrassed to get on this app. And then when they find the one, they find the one, they don't even want to tell their friends they met you on this app. Please cherish that relationship. Please. But the fact that they had to, you know, jump over hurdle, jump over the hurdle of this embarrassment to find someone and then be with you and then you open it back up. You're just you're just you're just crushing it. Right. And you can't be angry about it. you can't be angry that they're hurt. Right. So for me, like I said, I won't have dating apps. If I meet someone who has a dating app I do, and I and I start talking to you, you can have your dating app. Do whatever you want. But after we get into a serious relationship, I hope I never see it. And if I do see it, I will ask you, where am I messing up? And if you continue using it, then I would just, you know, move on in life. But there's no reason to yell at you and get angry at you, right? You made your choice. Remember, guys, you don't own anybody. Because someone makes a choice, that's their choice, right? Now, we're going to jump to the next one. Should men always be strong and bear the pressure? Or is it okay to be vulnerable sometimes? Guys, it's okay to cry. You are not less of a man because you shed a couple tears. It's just a little bit of water and extra salt, ocean salt, Right. I know we are the providers genetically in DNA, whatever I know from history, ancestrally, if that's a word. And, 
yes, we should bear pressure, right? We should take the pressure. We are men, right? We, we, that is our responsibility, to be strong. We should take the shoulders. But at the same time, you have to release. You have to release and try to release in a healthy way. So I'm recommending you guys, Teacher Ray is telling all of you guys, please go work out. If you can't go to the gym, speed walk. If you can't do that, 30 minutes or something on YouTube. Some They have these lot of videos in Korean. If I introduce you some American videos, you're probably, oh man, this is so old, but it works. There's a lot of Korean people videos out there doing it right now, these workouts. Find a way to sweat. There's no excuses. So that's the question, right? Should we always bear the pressure? We should bear the pressure, but we should find a way to release and find a way to express. Now, next one, what happens when family traditions start lacking a family? Now, I'm missing out on a lot of Thanksgivings and Christmases. I do understand that. Uh, but I still love my family very dearly. I miss them very much. So traditions will eventually, when grandparents always go, you know, and they go to the next great place, they, that, they held the family together. Right. And then you just need to know that you need to, you know, do your best to connect the family or whoever is responsible for that in the next seat or position. They need to do their best. But it does lack family. Family traditions eventually do start to lack family because the younger generations they have more focus. There's more technology. There's more distractions. That's just in universal. Right. So for me, I would say you have to reconnect more, be more serious, set calendars, open group chats, make sure every, make sure everybody's communicating. And that's a good way to keep everybody in the tradition. That's very important. Now, 15, it says, would you bring home a fake partner during, uh, for the next question, sorry. The next question says, would you bring home a fake partner during CNY just to keep the annual family interview to a minimum? This is, well, yeah, this is not necessarily CNY. It could be Thanksgiving, Christmas. I would absolutely not. I would not do that. I wouldn't do that. Um, I would just say, hey, look, I'm single. I don't have a partner. Please stop asking me. Or I'm going to stop coming to these events, these families, family events. You have to respect people, guys. And this is what I mentioned in one of the other episodes um, from the previous show, the table manners, right? I mean, if someone is like you discussing it, oh, if you want to discuss with me privately, I totally respect for you. If you want to ask me in front of everybody, like, hey, Ray, do you got a wife yet? You got a girlfriend yet? You planning to get some kids? And it's like 30 people in the room. I'm just going to give you the look like, okay, uh, I'll never talk to you again. Bye-bye. <laughs> move on um so would you bring home a fake partner during the cny or holiday just to keep the annual family interview to a minimum mm, i would not guys guys if you it, remember these are key elements from the show we're not going to talk about which show or which part of the show please watch the show let's talk about you it's a juicy show um i teacher ray would definitely not but i do need to know your comments that's very very important i want to know would you do that because sometimes I know in, 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 in Chinese culture is more severe in the state. The States is more open. Right. But here is more like, OK, like are you, you're kind of failing in life if you don't have someone. And if you don't have the baby yet or if you don't have the marriage yet, I totally understand. Now, for the last one, it says, do you keep your old bedroom the same or the inner child is eternal? Guys, I went home back to I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I mean, I've been in Taiwan since 2009. I've been back plenty of times. My 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 mom is like, you know switch that room out <laughs> it's an office it's something else um but she has boxed my things up and and put it into storage and i and i totally respect that just don't touch my baseball cards i go crazy um everything else doesn't matter everything else my baseball cards are critical to my life um i'm a huge baseball fan by the way so stop asking me do i like base basketball uh please <laughs> i like basketball i do love after Allen iverson i kind of like whatever i just kind of lost interest in everybody because Allen iverson is my my god um, 
But if you say like your old bedroom, I mean, yeah, I saw some pictures. I used to have these pictures of like Lucy Lou Lopez. My first Asian fever was Lucy Lou. I have to admit, Lucy Lou and Jung Zee. That was my first like Asian girls that I liked. Because um, in the states, it's like basically like black, white, Latino, Indian. Um, but then when I first saw Lucy Lou, I went crazy. I was like, "My God, what is this?" Um, I had them on my wall. My mom showed me some old pictures or whatever, but that was really funny. Um, so yeah, if if it comes to like my old bedroom, I would say if it was up to me, I would leave it. I would leave all those posters there, all those CDs there. But who looks at a CD? CDs are dinosaurs right now. Um, but if you say that the inner child is in me, I if I I'm if I get rich one day, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a man room, and hopefully like yeah, I have my family in there do whatever they want, but. That is uh, that that's these are the questions, guys. So let me kind of go through really, really quickly. Um, would you be angry if you're waiting for something and your partner is only satisfying themselves? Is it possible to talk about sex without mentioning love? Do you have fake volcanic eruptions or is it real lava? Could you make love without kissing? If there was a formidable younger challenger, would you step up your looks or wish your partner good luck? Would you continue dating someone if they reopen the dating app you originally met them on? Should men always bear, be strong and bear the pressure, or is it okay to be vulnerable? What happens when family traditions start lacking the family? Would you bring home a fake partner during CNY just to keep the annual family interview to a minimum? And do you keep your old bedroom the same or the inner child is eternal? Guys, these are questions, and this is episode one for Let's Talk About Chew. And thank you. This is Lights, Camera, and Whatever, waiting for your comments. See you soon. <laughs>